Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio WLMW 90.7 FM Manchester, New Hampshire, KKVV Radio in Las Vegas, Real Talk 93.3 The Voice of Freedom in St. Louis, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. We wanted to make sure you did not miss the biggest news of 2023 because the media did not talk about it. They refused to cover the Pfizer litigation, it being opened up to litigation. Well, we are replaying this very important episode with Steve Kirsch. If you're watching us on Red Voice Media or on Rumble, you see that the studio is lit up red because we are in our final push to complete uh, our new documentary, Shot Dead, coming out on November 9th. And as we are in our final bits of editing here, it really has been grueling. But this news that Steve Kirsch broke this weekend about these pharmaceutical companies possibly opening themselves up, and they really are opening themselves up to litigation, it really gave us this big um, spring of hope to continue to push hard to tell these family stories that lost their children and their babies to this shot beautifully. So we are honored to have Steve Kirsch on today to talk about this news that these contaminated, adul adulterated shots, um, you know, that they've opened themselves up to litigation. So you can see on your screen here his his tweet and his breaking news that. We can now sue the mRNA COVID vaccine manufacturers for damages, and the FDA is required to take the COVID vaccines off the market. Why? Adulteration. The plasmid bioactive contaminant sequences were not pointed out to the regulatory agency. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the precedent set in a Michigan case earlier this summer that really helps um, this litigation moving forward. We the Patriots USA we put out the call that we wanted to join this fight and we wanted to bring litigation against these companies. We put out the call for plaintiffs. People jumped on board immediately. So I am excited to say that people are going to see justice and we're humbled to help them out. Some of the families of which are featured in our documentary coming out shot dead, but we are desperately in need of funding. We are a 100% nonprofit all of our pro bono litigation is funded by you, the donor. So we need your help. Go to wethepatriotsusa.org to help fund this groundbreaking litigation that ourselves and many others are going to um, get involved in. We're going to talk to Steve Kirsch about all of this today here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. This episode is brought to you by The Carnivore Bar, providing a fuel source for ancestral carnivore, paleo, and keto eaters who value their on-the-go autonomy without sacrificing quality nutrition. For 10% off, use code WETHEPATRIOTS at carnivorebar.com. That's WETHEPATRIOTS with an S at carnivorebar.com for 10% off. Where do we go from here? Because the battle has just begun. As eyes open, we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives, asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers, educating ourselves and forging a new path forward. Hear from real people faithfully pursuing freedom. This is Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, a nonprofit 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our God given inalienable rights. 
Steve, thank you so much for joining the show today and um, for you know loaning your team to help join us in this litigation fight and all of our efforts that you know both your Vaccine Safety Research Foundation and what we're doing over here at We the Patriots USA to fight for medical freedom, religious freedom, and exemptions, you name it. So thank you so much for your time today. Sure, Taryn, happy to be here. Well, you know, you really shook the medical freedom movement this weekend with your breaking news about finding out this adulteration of these vaccines. And we'll talk about the timeline a little bit because it seems to be that this has been known for, for a while and we haven't been alerted to it. But how did you and your team and Robert Malone, Dr. Malone, come to find out about this? I was I was on a uh, uh, chat with uh, Byron Bridal. I was asking him a question about a, a JAMA paper that accidentally revealed that the COVID vaccine doesn't work and the you know, the flu vaccine doesn't work either. It doesn't prevent infections. It doesn't prevent hospitalization. It doesn't prevent deaths. And so I was talking with him about that, and he concurred, and everyone else who's seen this paper has concurred that that is the um, a normal conclusion from looking at this paper. And, and then he brought up, Hey, um, uh, did you hear about uh, this Michigan uh, suit? And it basically says if the vaccines are contaminated, that the liability protection is no longer in force. And so that perked up my ears. I started learning more. I learned about a uh, lawsuit by Aaron Siri to uh, roll back the provisions uh, of the, the um, uh, I think so. The the Patriot Act. Um, that uh, it's not the Patriot Act. It's the what? What is it? The, the Prep uh, Act. The Prep Act. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Getting my P's confused. Uh, the Prep Act uh, provisions that uh, protect the uh, uh, manufacturers from liability. So uh, there's there's kind of a a, a perfect storm brewing, and then uh, I got these uh, experts together in a video call. And it was pointed out that this was done deliberately. And so when it's done uh, deliberately to uh, deceive uh, the regulators, uh, that would then be considered to be um, consciously done. And they're basically, uh, uh, then that's, uh, if you look up the uh, uh, adulteration, it's not just contamination, but it's contamination and you're uh, attempting to deceive people about the contamination. So that's that's the dictionary definition of adulteration. And when you have adulteration, the FDA should take it off the market, but they don't have to. So the law allows them to do absolutely nothing. So they're, the Congress trusts them to decide when something is dangerous or not. And of course, the FDA is ignoring this. They're not doing any investigation, and they're coming to the conclusion that they shouldn't do anything. <clears throat> so this is irresponsible uh, to the nth degree. And in fact, no health authority in the world has contacted Kevin McKernan about what he's found and discussed it with him and, and tried to have him and asked him any questions at all. Uh, the mainstream media has completely ignored this. And now Health Canada, the, probably the first honest, uh, it's, it's ironic coming it from is. Canada, but, but they are the, the first honest uh, uh, health authority to come out and confirm, yep, 
<laughs> it's in there. VSV40 promoter sequence is in the Pfizer vaccine. No question about it. And hey, we're not even going to warn the public. We're not going to do any investigations. And we're not even going to ask Pfizer any questions about it, nor will we ask Pfizer to do any investigations on it because presumably they don't want to be held accountable. So they're basically, I think, hoping that by ignoring this, it will just disappear and people will stop talking about it. And so they just said, yeah, you're right. And end of story. Uh, that is absolutely completely irresponsible. I've talked to many experts on this. Nobody knows how dangerous this is. This is not something, this is an active ingredient. Uh, this is not the SV40 virus. This is uh, a portion of this, a much smaller portion of it, but it's an active ingredient and it can lead to people getting cancers and uh, it can lead to uh, DNA being altered permanently in people's cells. And uh, that uh, those cells then can be passed on uh, to your offspring. So the implications of this could be that it's completely innocuous, or it could be that it's very serious. And the people I talked to said, this is very serious that we need to come to, uh, uh, to do the work to understand just how serious this is. And it's probably not going to be the same effect in everyone. Some people are going to be affected differently than other people. But the point is, this contaminant should not have been in the, the vials at all. And if it is in the vials, and it was, there's no question that it was. Everybody knows it was. It was, it was revealed to the regulators that it was. They never pointed it out. They deliberately modified the, the, uh, the diagrams that point out everything that's in uh, the vaccine and they deliberately erased Pfizer deliberately erased this SV40 uh, promoter from the materials that they gave the FDA. So they wouldn't call any attention uh, to it. And I guess they hoped that nobody would find out, uh, but, but Kevin found out it's, it's there. And, and also uh, both Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are, basically contaminated with these DNA fragments. And the DNA fragments are much smaller in the Moderna vaccine. But the problem is that the level of contaminants is above the threshold specified by the regulators. Now, the regulators didn't specify that you can use different methods to figure out how much um, uh, DNA contamination is in your, your vials. And so, so people have been cleverly using a technique which will undercount the uh, DNA uh, 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 fragments that are in these vials. And therefore, you can argue that, ah, if you use quantitative PCR, that you pass the regulator's metric because it undercounts the actual amount of Thanks. DNA fragments in the vials. So if you use a method which is known to be inaccurate, then you can pass the regulators. And so... So they can, they can legitimately say that, hey, the regulators didn't say we couldn't use this technique, which undercounts the problem, and we passed. And the regulators can say, no, it's not adulterated because they, they, they passed the threshold, but it is adulterated because they didn't tell us that there's an active ingredient in the 
Pfizer vaccine. So the Moderna vaccine does not contain the SV40 promoter sequence, but it does contain uh, abnormally high amounts, orders of magnitude higher amounts than are allowed of, of DNA fragments in uh, the vaccine, which some people believe may actually be even more harmful than the larger fragments in the Pfizer vaccine. But rest assured that no health authority and no government in the world is looking into this. Yeah. They're just ignoring the problem because by ignoring the problem, they, they uh, presumably they hope that it will go away. Which is what they've been they doing. Assure for you, it will not. Yes, and that's what they've been doing for so much of this. But people like you and you know so many others that have been tire tirelessly fighting this and pushing back, and um, that is how this came to light. That is, it's really taken a team of people, and we'll talk more about how we're not going to stop um, talking about this and and to some of that timeline of, of when this information became available to to different people and different health authorities. In just a moment, here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Today's case spotlight is We the Patriots USA's COVID shot litigation fund. We the Patriots USA vows to hold COVID shot manufacturers liable for fraud in EUA applications. We're now, we're actively seeking plaintiffs. We have some already, but we really absolutely are in great need of funding for this litigation because the floodgates for us have been open. People are pouring in by the hour, needing our help to take on their litigation. And of course, that's going to be pretty expensive with all the hefty legal fees. And we are a nonprofit public interest law firm. We don't charge our clients fees. So we rely on the support of our donors to fuel the litigation. So please head to wethepatriotsusa.org today to help get to this fight. This is going to be a long, big fight, as Steve is talking about here. They want this to go away. We will not allow this to go away. Please join us in the fight at wethepatriotsusa.org. And we welcome back in Steve Kirsch to Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Steve, you know, I think that some of this um, timeline, you're talking about how none of the uh, none of the powers at B that have found out about this have done anything about it. None of us are surprised by that by any means, um, given how everything has played out over the past several years. But it seems like this information was available, I think I saw in some of your information in April. And um, this has absolutely nothing's been done. We're here almost into November and nothing's been done. Yeah. So what's new is that, uh, so the presence of the SV40 promoter sequence has been known uh, since April uh, when Kevin McKernan uh, published a paper on a preprint server and uh, informed the world of this. Uh, but what wasn't known was the level of contamination. Mm -hmm. uh, it was believed that, okay, this must be, you know, sort of below the, the, the threshold, then it's just noise. And so what Kevin discovered is, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you use different uh, techniques, then you can actually get a more accurate assessment and it's above the threshold. And so the contamination was found in all vials of Pfizer uh, the DNA contamination is found in all vials of Moderna as well. The SV40 promoter sequence, which is uh, the most concerning, was only found uh, in uh, Pfizer. And so, you know, so there's there's simply more uh, details that have come out. 
And what what happened is that when this is combined with this ruling in Michigan about the contaminated uh, uh, remdesivir from Gilead, so so Gilead has this immunity uh, for their EUA uh, drug remdesivir, and the court uh, determined that when there are uh, what what happened is they there had a, a mistake in the manufacturing process. A glass vial accidentally got crushed and was inserted into the vaccine, which was then uh, recalled by Gilead. But this hospital didn't recall the vials and injected the vial into at least one person, if not more, and basically are responsible for for that person's uh, injuries and or death. And the court determined that, yes, uh, liability protection does not not, uh, uh, apply here. So <laughs> surprisingly, it means that if the manufacturers uh, sneak in something like glass particles, that they can be held liable. And so the point here is that uh, what we determined is that Pfizer snuck in uh, a contaminant, or in this case, um, adulteration, that uh, they deceived the FDA. They didn't let any of the regulators know that there was this SV40 promoter sequence because they erased it from uh, the genetic mappings that they did. And so this is, so what the regulators were approving, they had no knowledge of what they were doing. So it's a, it's an opportunity for regulators to have plausible deniability on this saying, Oh, Hey, we were deceived by, by Pfizer finger pointing, and now they can put the blame on Pfizer. But what's interesting is they're not doing that. They're basically saying, hey, it's okay to deceive us. It's okay. We're going to give you a free pass. We're going to to extend your immunity. We're not even going to warn the public that this stuff is in there because we're going to look bad, uh, you know, kind of for not doing our job. So we're just going to ignore this and we're going to hope that we can make sure, and we'll make sure that none of the mainstream media covers this. So most people are not going to hear it. So it's just going to be maybe the 10 million people that's on my tweet on Twitter, and it won't be the entire world. It'd just be limited to, you know, 10 million people or so. I I think that's what the plan is. I think it is too. I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, um, you know, my family still watches Fox News on, uh, you know, religiously. They didn't mention it at all yesterday. Not surprising, obviously. And, um, you know, don't want to lose those ad ad dollars. Don't want to lose that ad (laughs) revenue from the, from the hand that's feeding you. Right. Uh, Which brings me to, to my next question in all of this, which we'll pick up on the other side of the break here is, you know, if, is the FDA possibly wanting this to go away, you know, ob- for obvious reasons that they don't want to show that they messed up, but you know, this is a DOD product. So the government's still tied to this in one way or another to, to yeah. pick and choose your alphabet agency. So we'll talk more about that here in just a moment. Thank you for tuning in to this best of episode. As we head into the holidays, I want to make sure and remind you to go to shotdead.org and view our recent documentary You need to stand up for the kids because it takes everyone. That is a quote from the film from Father Ernest Ramirez, who lost his 16-year-old son five days 
after the Pfizer shot. See how his heartbreaking story weaves together with other stories from parents who have lost their babies and their children to this shot at shotdead.org. And we are currently battling censorship. They have tried to censor this film. They took it off YouTube immediately. They are shadow banning us across social media and even a little bit on Rumble. So please, the biggest thing that you can do for us this Christmas season is to share. Just simply share shotdead.org. Take out your phone right now. Text the website to a friend and have them watch it. Please help us save the kids. Welcome back into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Steve Kirsch is joining us talking about the breaking news. This is, I can't emphasize enough to people how important this is. We thought that these companies were going to, you know, possibly get away with this because of this EUA, um, uh, you know, emergency use authorization that was exempting them from litigation. And you all have done phenomenal work. It's been really a group effort by so many many um, people that have been fighting this for, for years and years and years. And so I just, my, um, you know, I just sincerely want to thank you guys for continuing to push forward in this. And I want to talk about what well, my question was prior to the break about, do you think that the FDA, other than the fact that they don't want to admit that they were wrong and other than the fact that they're in, you know, in there together with these pharmaceutical companies are compromised. Other than all of those facts, do you think that this has to do with the fact that this was a DOD product? So the government, whether pick your alphabet agency, is involved in this no matter what. You know, I don't think it um, it matters. I think nobody wants to admit that they got it wrong. So this is why there's not going to be an investigation in Congress. This is why Congress won't be asking any questions because they don't want to say they don't want to look like <laughs> we were asleep at the wheel while this happened. So they're, uh, you know, it's 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 amazing to me that uh, you know even members of Congress are basically distancing themselves uh, from this. They're not nobody's saying a word. Donald Trump <laughs> is completely silent well, on this issue. Is. You know. Uh, you know, cause he, he, he was the, uh, he started the warp, warp speed, right? He's the, the, the creator of this. The, so, so Trump's not going to be, uh, calling out, you know, he's not going to be the champion of your health. Um, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's basically, um, supporting the special interests on this one and, uh, he's not fighting for the people. And so, None of these guys, the RFK Jr., of course, is the only politician uh, on the plan uh, in, in running for president that I'm aware of uh, that would do something about this problem. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so it, look, if this if this stuff matters uh, to you, if you if you're happy being injected with stuff <laughs> that they have no idea what's going to happen uh, with your DNA, possibly modify your DNA, possibly kill you down the road. Yeah, they're they don't care about this. Um, that's uh, that's who people are supporting right now. It's 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 a little bit crazy, but I think they're they're trying to make sure that everybody in America is gaslit and and is and and is going to be made to believe. Oh yeah, no, no, this is this is just harmless. It's it's not, folks. You talk to any of the experts uh, in this field. Uh, and 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 if they tell you that oh there's nothing to be concerned about, then you say, well, can you show me the evidence of that? Can you show me the studies that were done 
with this vaccine to show me that there are no issues? And the answer is no. We, we can't show you that, but trust us because we're the experts and we can predict accurately what's going to happen when you encapsulate this stuff into a lipid nanoparticle and deliver it to every cell in your body. Yeah, I think that people need to understand that this isn't just a toxic um, component to this vaccine, like so many others. You know, we know that aluminum and carcinogens are in in all in many of these vaccines, and that is serious enough in it itself. But this is having to do with the DNA that is in these these vials and that could alter yours and make itself a part of your DNA and alter it for um, the worse. And we, we know that people without a doubt have died from this shot, have suffered injury from this shot, and many um, still don't know the implications that are going to happen to them. You know, down the road, we're seeing these turbo cancers coming and it's just, the devastation is, is hard to even grasp. Yeah. In fact, you know, uh, Mark Skidmore did a survey of uh, uh, people in America, and it was a very well done survey. It uh, passed peer review, and all this got published in a journal. And it showed that over two hundred fifty thousand, and maybe as many as uh, close to three hundred fifty thousand people, Americans were killed by the vaccine in twenty twenty one alone. Now, that's a devastating number, and it's even more devastating because it's in a peer-reviewed journal. So the, um, the journal was asked to retract the paper, and the journal then um, figured out a way to, to justify uh, retracting it, which didn't uh, comply with the, uh, what, what are called the COPE guidelines, COPE uh, guidelines for retraction. And so they, the journal unethically retracted the paper, uh, the journal would not respond to any uh, calls for comment that nobody would want to be interviewed about it. All the information is secret. People who tried to get the documents um, uh, as to what was going on were told uh, under FOIA, were told that this is not available because it's considered a trade secret because uh, any uh, 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 correspondence regarding retraction of a paper is considered a trade secret. And so you couldn't even get this stuff under FOIA. And so the paper is unethically retracted. So what happened is the author then uh, listened to some criticisms uh, by uh, uh, some people on the internet, corrected um, or added to the clarifications to the paper to address all the concerns that had been brought up. And then it, he submitted to another journal it passed peer review. It's now published in the peer-reviewed literature that uh, 250,000 Americans were killed in 2021 uh, by the vaccine. Now, you could say, oh, well, that's just one study. But Rasmussen uh, did an, uh, their poll completely independently, and they found out that as many people were killed by the vaccine as by the virus and probably more, right? Because people aren't really a good judge of whether a vaccine kills you or not. So you got to think that if people aren't a good judge of this, it's probably more. In which case, the cure has killed more people than the disease has. <laughs> so this is embarrassing. Uh, they're not going to be able to get this thing retracted from the peer-reviewed literature. So they're just going to not cover it, right? Right. You won't see anything in any of the mainstream press 
about Mark Skidmore's paper. And you won't find anything in the press to say, hey, there was an ethics investigation after the paper was retracted because they said, oh, this was unethical because he 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 did misrepresentation in the paper. Uh, the his, uh, his uh, Michigan State University did a seven-month extensive investigation. For seven months, they tried to find something that they could expel Professor Skidmore on. They found nothing. He was completely exonerated by his institution and his paper was restored to the peer-reviewed scientific literature. And so this is saying, folks, hello, it's in the peer-reviewed literature. Over 250,000 people were likely killed in 2021 and the numbers are probably much higher than that. And for 2022, it's even worse. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have to continue to talk about it. That's why we have to continue to give these families a voice because you know, not only are the experts and the scientists and those that are seeking the truth um, being gaslit and, and all of this, but these families are as well. They're being pushed to the wayside and they're being marginalized and told that they're crazy, um, that their kid that got a shot at 16 years old, perfectly healthy, who died five days right after the shot, you're crazy that you think that they're that that killed your kid. I mean, that's just, um, it's so gross and it's so disgusting. And they're continuing to push forward with these things. They have the mRNA RSV vaccine that if a pregnant woman walks into her OB now, she's going to be told to get the flu shot, the DTaP, the COVID and the RSV shot. We have to continue to talk about this, everyone. And, you know, too, Steve, it makes me wonder that the pharmaceutical companies have been hiding behind um, getting their liability waived for the sh for shots for decades. You know, since 1986, um, the childhood vaccine schedule has virtually been protected um, under, you know, waiving the liability. Obviously, these COVID shots until now were protected, waiving the liability. If this proves successful, if we were if we are able to hold these pharmaceutical companies accountable for what they did during COVID, could this lift the veil on what the death and destruction and the, the autism and you name it, all the different things that they have um, that they have put on the public through these other shots, these other childhood vaccines, could it really open the, the doors for people to get justice across the board? Uh, you know, that depends on the statute of limitations. Sure. Uh, so if the PrEP Act uh, is overturned, the PrEP Act was, was uh, specifically designed for the COVID vaccines. Uh, other vaccines are, have uh, immunity uh, from other, the National uh, Childhood Vaccination Act uh, that was uh, enacted uh, back in, I think it was 80, 1986. And so uh, that a particular uh, uh, immunity is not being challenged at this point because it's a law and it's not being overturned by Congress, of course, because uh, everybody knows how safe and effective these vaccines are, even though they're not. And, you know, it, it's going to be a while. I, I, it's going to take Congress to overturn that law and uh, or perhaps a, a similar challenge to be made in terms of the constitutionality of, of being able to take away people's rights uh, to sue for damages. So uh, perhaps there may be another uh, a lawsuit in the works uh, uh, applying to that law as well. But clearly, Congress is going to do nothing in the meantime. You know, Congress uh, 
tried to do a, a, some members of Congress, I should say, nine members of Congress uh, tried to pass a bill in 2009 in the House uh, to pass a bill to order the NIH to do a study between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated to see what the clinical outcomes were, and they couldn't get the bill out of committee. And so that tells you just how strong a stranglehold the drug companies have on on uh, Congress. Because look, you know, if the vaccines work and the vaccines are clearly saving lives, then the drug companies would love to have that study done. In fact, the drug companies would fund it themselves. The very fact that the drug companies are not funding ever a single study comparing the unvaccinated versus the fully vaccinated, that should concern every American this could, should, could, should concern every person in the entire world. If the vaccines are so safe, why aren't the drug companies, why haven't the drug companies ever funded a study showing that vaccinated kids are healthier than unvaccinated kids? Because every single study that has ever been published in the peer-reviewed literature that compares the fully unvaccinated with the fully vaccinated shows that the fully unvaccinated kids have way better health outcomes. That's why they're not funding the study. And they fund all kinds of studies um, that, that help them out. So I think you're right. That's very revealing. We'll talk in just a moment on the other side of the break. What comes next? What you think is going to be happening from here on out with this regarding this news and other ways that people can get involved and join the fight and join um, your fight as well here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Uh, last week or just a few weeks ago, I introduced you guys to the wellness company and we talked about their medical emergency kits. Well, today I'm going to talk to you guys about their spike support. It is a truly revolutionary supplement. The wellness company was formed by a team of doctors, including Dr. Peter McCullough, who lost their jobs for speaking up about the vaccines and pushing back against the lockdowns and the mandates. The spike formula is the only product that contains ingredients researched to block and dissolve COVID spike protein in the bloodstream. Whether you had to get the shot, you had COVID, you just never fully got over, or you're watching the research pour in about these vaccines, shedding, you name it, spike protein is a serious concern for some people. So while we truly don't know the extent of all of these effects, there is something you can do now to protect yourself. It is the wellness spike formula. It, they say to take it daily to combine spike protein to combat spike proteins and get back to that pre-COVID feeling. Go to twc.health/wtpusa and use code wtpusa to save 10% at checkout. That's twc.health/wtpusa code wtp for 10% off. wtpusa for 10% off. And we welcome back into the show Steve Kirsch for our final segment here of Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Steve, what do you think is going to be unfolding next? What happens now? So what will happen now, uh, Taryn, and, and this is just my prediction. Um, and yeah, we're all not so good at predicting the future. But what I predict will happen kind of based on past history is that every this is going to be treated like a third rail. For everybody. They're not going to touch it. They're not going to talk about it. They're going to hope it goes away. They're going to hope it dies down. And they're going to just hope that nothing happens. And then they're going to hope that the research that is done by others finds nothing and they dodge the bullet. That's what's going to happen. 
And so, because their experts are telling them, hey, there's nothing to see here. These guys won't find anything. There's no problem here, nothing to worry about. So they, uh, I, it's almost a certainty that they will continue to do what they've been doing, which is absolutely nothing. Now, what will happen is that this research will be done and we will find what the truth is. Now, if it happens that this is shown to integrate into people's DNA and is shown perhaps to integrate into your sperm cells, which means you can pass this on to generations or, or into uh, eggs, then the shit is going to hit the fan. And people are going to go apeshit about this. And what will happen then is the finger pointing will begin. And everybody will say, this was not my fault. This is the expert that said there was nothing to see here. This is Pfizer's fault for not telling us about it. This is someone, and it's going to be this massive finger pointing and everybody is going to say that it was the other guy's fault. So we're going to go from nobody saying anything about anything to massive finger pointing, everybody pointing directions everywhere except uh, at themselves. And then it's going to be really interesting because the dynamic is going to change dramatically when that happens. And, you know, it may not happen, but the chances based on the people I've talked to, they think the chances are pretty good that there's going to be massive finger pointing. So that's what I think is going to happen. I think that that is accurate. And I think that, you know, by everyone continuing to, you know, do what they're doing in their corners and collectively and in all of us, you know, with, with your Vaccine Safety Research Foundation, with organizations like We the Patriots USA and everybody else under the sun, continuing to hammer this from all different directions with research, which, with studies, with litigation, with all these different ways that we continue to press forward and give pressure. I mean, to me, that's the only way that we're going to get take this and actually have this opportunity, you know, help people and, and get justice for people and stop all of this and prevent more things like this from continuing forward. Um, I think that we just have to continue to push forward in, in our work. What do you think? No, absolutely. I mean, this is all a team effort. Yeah. There are a lot of people involved. There are a lot of moving parts here. There are a lot of people who have collaborated to, uh, to get this far and uh, uh, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take a real uh, uh, team effort. It's going to take people basically uh, willing to come out and, and tell the truth. Uh, I've told people throughout the show how they can help support the We the Patriots USA litigation efforts and how they can support the film, Shot Dead, share it with people. You know, don't let us be censored. That's a huge way that we can support one another. How can people support what you are doing? I well, I have a Substack, uh, stevekirsch.substack.com. Uh, you can uh, subscribe there. Just learn about it for free. If you want to help support me, it's five dollars a month to subscribe, or fifty dollars a year. Uh, I also have a Twitter account, and uh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, stkirsch on Twitter. Uh, so those are the ways you can uh, keep informed. I'm also associated with the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. That's uh, vacsafety.org, and uh, you can make a, a donation there. 
finally, before we leave, you know, did you ever think or imagine that this would be the fight that you would be in? You know, you're, you are uh, very successful in Silicon Valley and in the tech world. How did you find yourself here? And are you kind of scratching your head? Like, how did I get here? Yeah, uh, no, I, I never believed that I would be the world's number one misinformation spreader, super spreader. Uh, if you go and type in misinformation super spreader into Google, I'm the top hit. Uh, I never thought I would be the top hit in Google for any search, but, you know, I guess it's good to be uh, good at something uh, and then everybody should be good at something. So apparently I'm really good at spreading what they call misinformation, which really means spreading the truth and spreading the facts about what's going on. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of honored uh, to be, uh, uh, to have that uh, uh, position. But no, I, I never, I, I, I fell into this accidentally uh, because what happened is that after I got, I, I took the shots, I took uh, two Moderna shots. And about a month after I got shot, I started hearing from my friends who were either dead or, uh, uh, and hearing from their relatives about what happened. Um, or I'm hearing from um, uh, I, I, one of my uh, vendors um, at the house. Um, he's vaccine injured. And he's still very, very vaccine injured. And he just got a single shot of Pfizer. And he has never recovered uh, from that day. It was a night and day difference. He had a heart attack within two minutes after the shot. And he has never uh, uh, recovered from that. He's in, in horrible shape. I, I hear from him all the time and, um, and it, it's just tragic and, and he's not alone. I mean, there are millions of people who are extremely vaccine injured and some of them are, uh, uh you know, were, were vaccine injured earlier. They got a little bit better and now, uh, uh many of them are, are regressing. I, I know, uh, uh, one person I'm very close to, uh, who lost their ability to walk. And uh, and that just happened recently, and this is you know two years after she was shot. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's hard to see this going on around you and and not speak up and not do something about it. And so we appreciate you know speaking out about this. We the Patriots USA has been doing vaccine safety awareness marathons for four years now. So people can figure out that that's longer than the COVID shot has been out. So they've been uh, talking about just the safety of all of the vaccines um, for years and years. And I know you've also kind of gone down that road a little bit too, not just limiting to the COVID shot, but to all of it. And I think that you, myself and others have all had our eyes open by this experience and you know, I just want to hats off to everyone, including yourself, that that picked up the fight willingly and continues forward in all of this. So thank you for your time today, Steve. Thank you for your support of our film, Shot Dead, and our efforts here at We the Patriots USA and everything you're doing behind the scenes with, with all of your, your new friends um, here in the COVID and post-COVID era. Um, we yep. appreciate it. Yeah, well, thank you, uh, Taryn, and thank you for everything that, that you're doing too to let people know about what's going on and, uh, and for the work you're doing on the film. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. God bless. If you enjoy our content, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation at wethepatriotsusa.org so we can continue to power the education arm of our mission that also extends to work to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. God bless and thank you from everyone here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA.
We the Patriots USA does not endorse or recommend any product or service advertised on this program. We the Patriots USA is not a health care provider and cannot provide medical advice or treatment.